This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Bell, Bill Matt's here kicking the witch until 7 o'clock, giving you all the best bets, all the random stories, and all the things that we can give you on this great Friday afternoon running into the night. Feeling good, all right? Yeah, Flash good. mobs and threads. Yes, I, I wish we'd, we'd feel better if something happened with Dame so we can st- finally <laughs> just, start talking about. Just don't do it what they did it to us with Kyrie last week where it comes at like we're done at 54 and it comes out at 56. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, going to be in the middle of the night. It's going to be 1 a.m. Yeah. Nobody knows and we it's wake be up on to that a stupid bombshell. Pacific time. Hey, exactly. Let's let's get these things done so we can stop talking about the what ifs and the rumors, et cetera, and et cetera. And if somebody here is going to help us Help us figure this entire thing out. Help us with where he thinks this thing is going. Help us with all the chaos that is going down in the NBA right now. We have on the line Mike Gallagher, senior NBA analyst, established the run, host of the Established the Run NBA podcast. Mike, how you doing? Doing great. Uh, 30 minutes till it's summer league time. One of my favorite things to watch is to get to learn a lot about these young rookie so i'm i'm really pumped uh, more so than all this free agency stuff dragging out both say let's get that out the way first then <laughs> yeah. all right because we got we got to talk about something what, what's what's your thought on this dame saga where do you think he goes i mean miami's the betting favorite he was i think minus 300 yesterday and it's kind of looks like it's going to probably move back based on some reporting today saying dame could potentially sit out of camp that doesn't seem very Dame-like, right? I mean, Dame's been such a, a team franchise first kind of a player. It just feels like the agent's kind of doing his job. It's clearly they want to get Dame there. So they're just, I think, feel like they're saying this for leverage. I wouldn't be like totally shocked if he plays game one in Portland, but Miami certainly feels like the heavy, heavy favorite at this point. Wow. Okay. You wouldn't be shocked if he plays game one in Portland because uh, I'm sitting here just thinking the Dame domino has to fall before we see anything, anything else of substance really go down, whether it be with James Harden or whatever else, Mike. Uh, but it's not as if nothing has happened thus far. What do you think maybe the uh, the most underrated or under the radar move that has been made in free agency or this offseason uh, that could actually have some impact on betting the NBA coming up in uh, in this regular season? Uh, as far as moving the needle, I think the market's pretty good from what I was looking at. So I don't, I mean, every, the, the Sun stuff's already baked in. The Lakers stuff looks like it's already baked in. So I don't really think that there's anything that really influences me. Actually, one thing in particular, this is a little bit in the weeds, player propsy, fantasy a little bit. The Pacers look like they're going to play so fast. I think there's a lot of chemistry that could be developing with uh, Halliburton and Obi Toppin. Uh, I think that could be really fun. I'm going to be pretty high in Obi for, for betting stuff. Uh, I think they fit really well together. So kind of like the, what the Pacers did. Um, Denver losing people. Doesn't really swing the needle too much. But, yeah, I think the market's priced pretty good. But I'm, I'm really excited for what the Pacers look like. 
um, with their, their pickups and getting OB, you know, essentially for free for the second round picks. What about dominoes, right? There's still some, not nothing big, but some free agents to be had. There's rumors that DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine would be on the table. Is there any, okay, I still can't make this bet or I still can't make these bets because I'm worried about dominoes that'll fall after Dame. Yeah, I don't, the Bulls just seem like they want to run it back. I mean, every indication that they've seen, and, and Levine's contract is huge, so that's going to be tough to do. The the remaining free agents, Christian Wood, maybe P.J. Washington goes somewhere. Uh, Kelly Oubre could be a rotation player. That doesn't really move the needle either. So, yeah, mostly just um, pretty full. These pretty boring answers for when it comes to betting. But, um, yeah, we're, we're kind of just waiting on, on Dame. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're sitting here waiting on Dame, and while we do so, you uh, you alluded to some summer league action coming up tonight, Mike. The uh, Vegas tournament getting started, and we've got it. We've got Brandon Miller versus Victor Wembanyama. And before we get into the game itself, I want to talk a little about the uh, the NBA Rookie of the Year market. Wembanyama, the favorite at minus two hundred. Scoot Henderson behind him at three fifty. Holmgren at five. Miller is uh, fourth at plus nine fifty. Do you think uh, there's there's any money to be made here? Is, is should Victor be this heavy of a favorite? Uh, Sean and I both like Chet Holmgren at plus five hundred. What do you think about Rookie of the Year? Yeah, I like that he's got the five in front. I actually did a podcast yesterday, and he was a little lighter on the price. So I think getting it at five to one is actually pretty decent. I think what works in favor for Chet is I think that the OKC Thunder are going to be competing for a five or six seed. They're really loaded in talent. And we saw last year the, the center position they were running out there was empty uh respect to the other Jalen Williams. So um, I think the minutes could be really there. The scoring's not going to be great, but uh, if the blocks are there, the rebounding's there, you know, OKC gets wins, that's a pretty good case. So I'm, I'm on Team Chet. Uh, obviously, Scoot we got to wait to see what the Blazers get back, but I think Scoot's the best one. I was trying to find some long shots that can find some minutes, you know, maybe the um, Amen Thompson, but there's a, you know, Fred Van Vliet kind of kills his chances. So I, I think Scoot um, and Chet deserve to be 2-3. And, and like you, you kind of alluded to there, you just can't lay like minus 200 for Victor with the games played factor. Because, I mean, if, he, if anything's wrong with him late in the season, they're just going to sit him out for 15, 20 games and you're just done. Well, speaking of sit, sitting out, it's Summer League. <laughs> and one of the problems with Summer League is you never know who's going to play the length of things, right? Like sometimes it's, okay, that guy played one game, he's, he got a he scratched his toenail, and now he's going to be out the rest of the league because they're going to be safe. How do you bet this when it comes to potential Summer League MVPs and what's going to go on in the Summer League when you, for me at least, you don't really know what star is going to play, how many minutes, et cetera. Yeah, you just got to be – you just got to wait. Really, especially later on in the year um, – sorry, I guess the 10-day period because there are just some teams that could be so loaded. I mean, like Indiana's starting lineup could have like three NBA players in it. They're going to probably start Andrew Nimhart, Ben Matherin, Ben Shepard, Jerry Falker, really good lottery pick, and Isaiah Jackson who starts for them often. So, you know, if they have their guys tomorrow and you see they're all starting, just go bet them. Um, they're, I think – Minus five and a half right now. I think that's still a good bet. It sounds like they're going to play those guys. Um, so, yeah, just looking out and just being ready and seeing the starting lineups, the team accounts, reporters. Obviously, if you're there, that's another huge advantage. You're like, hey, you know, I see that, you know, Andrew Nembhard isn't warming up. He's not playing today. So, um, there's some edge there. But, um, yeah, just you got to kind of wait for it, especially later on in the tournament. 
And there's a huge edge there. Um, but I, actually, last night I saw Memphis sat out two players, and Utah was uh, plus 100 money line. They won by 15. It was a pretty easy bet. So if you could follow and you know who to follow for bets there, that's huge. The most, the most valuable player is a really hard market. I was looking at that, and, you know, just guys who could play a lot of games, it usually goes to rookies and high-end scorers. So a couple names that I actually bet. Um, I bet A.J. Griffin 60-1, to 1, my long shot bet, because uh, he didn't play summer league last year, second-year player. Maybe they play him four or five games. Maybe he scores a huge amount of games uh, in a huge amount of games. So I think he's kind of sneaky for not playing at all last year. And Jaden Hardy could drop, like, multiple 40 balls. Uh, you know, not too much draft capital last year. We saw him play huge um, down the stretch, and we even saw him sit out the second half in that Mavs versus Bulls tanking game. Uh, and then, you know, Jaden Ivey and Weissman and those other guys are going to kind of sit out. So, you know, Kenneth Lofton and other guys are going to be scoring a bunch too. So, pretty fun market, um, and we'll see. But, yeah, there's – you know, I wouldn't lay too much of the 10-to-1s. I'd be looking for, like, 20-to-1s, 30-to-1s uh, for that spot. I can name a couple more as to close. I don't want to keep talking. <laughs> Well, I, I, I want to get into some of the action tonight in Summer League, Mike. Like I mentioned, we have the uh, we have the big miller Wembenyama game. The Spurs are 6.5 against the Hornets. Do you have anything in that game, or uh, what are you betting in the individual games uh, tonight out in Vegas? Yeah, I bet them 5.5 last night. The Spurs have a really good team. Malachi Brandon has played pretty well. We'll see if he's going to play. We saw him sit out one game uh, in the earlier event. Uh, you know, Blake Leslie's really good. Uh, even, you know, Barlow, their other big man's been pretty good. And we saw Charlotte just look horrible. So they should be pretty. That's one of the heaviest lines you're going to see early in summer league. So I think they deserve it. I think I would still even consider hitting that uh, at six and a half just because they've got NBA caliber players. Brandon Miller hasn't looked like that dude yet. Um, don't want to compare him to Jabari Smith uh, with the underwhelming summer league and underwhelming rookie season, but it's kind of shaping up like that. So, I do kind of like that, and then the rest, like I said, I'm really just going to be waiting to make sure everyone's kind of starting. But I do, I, and everyone's going to kind of go for the the big showcase game. So I think you could kind of make a bet there and just expect most of the guys to suit up for really the game of summer league. So let's talk about what you see out of Brandon Miller. Like you, you, you made the comparison. Is it a guy who's, you know, just figuring some things out, or do you really think that hey, maybe this guy shouldn't have been drafted where he was drafted? I kind of don't. I mean, I'm not a draft guy. I'm kind of just going on what the buzz is. But, you know, I didn't see the high-end superstar caliber stuff early. It's early. You know, we only see him play a couple games. He does have a little wiggle to his game, get to his spot and all that good stuff. Going to be, you know, on uh, the low case is like a really, really good role player, which isn't the end of the world if you draft that spot. Um, you know, obviously, whatever, when Benyama, I would have taken Scoot for the upside there. But we'll see. It's early, so don't want to make any major conclusions yet. Have you been able to, uh, and obviously the, the main tournament just now getting underway, but we have seen some, some, some summer league action. Is there anyone outside of the big-name guys that you have maybe drawn some conclusions about or at least starting to get excited about You know, looking ahead to betting their props like you mentioned a little earlier? Yeah, um, not really besides the big names, the Chets, the Jalen Williamses of the world. We saw Max Christie play pretty well. I mentioned the Spurs guys a minute ago. Some guys that I saw aren't really too rotation-worthy. Like last night, for instance, I thought Keontae George and uh, Gigi from the Grizzlies were really good. I really like what I thought of them. But, again, they're, they're kind of fighting for rotation spots in the best-case scenario. So, yeah, I can't really glean too much as far as how I'm going to look at props. And, but I, it will kind of give me a little bit of leg up to see how the preseason stuff's going there. 
What about you talked earlier about fantasy? I want to get back to the sort of regular season and Indiana being a fun uh, potential fantasy. What are some of the other teams that you look at or, or particular players that you may say, okay, that's something to look at in regards to uh, what type of things they can do in the fantasy world and what type of numbers they can put up? Uh, I mean, I mentioned Jalen Williams. That's one of my favorite players. I had many positions on him rookie of the year. So let's just go to him again. Um, a guy I was really high on last year. I think he's just – I think he's going to be able to find enough minutes. He was just so, so good last year that I think he might eat into Josh Giddy a little bit. Certainly not going to eat into SGA, but uh, that's a guy I think could just be a fantasy stud, a guy that I want to bet overs on, a guy that I want to bet – you know, I don't think he's got a most improved run. Curious to see what Shane Sharp looks like today. Um, he, he's got a shot. We saw what he just, just nuked every over in a good way. Um, so I'm curious to see what he does. But, yeah, the, for the early stuff, we didn't couldn't glean too, too much for, for the season-long stuff. Uh, Mike, I want to look at the futures market a little bit. You see the Nuggets at the top, uh, 475 to win it all, 225 for the West. But in the East, the Celtics, uh, best odds to win it at 500 and they've made some changes so far we see marcus smart go out uh porzingis come in now grant williams is on his way out what do you think of the moves the celtics have made and should they be the favorites in the east i think so uh, i think they've got a really good roster with uh, tatum who doesn't miss games uh, brown has some health in- in- issues obviously chris Stapp does as well but they've got depth they've got Tyler, they've got horford they've got plenty of big depth that's the depth where you kind of want it and you've got enough backcourt depth obviously the Brogdon elbow thing's an issue but yeah I think they deserve it um I they obviously completely squandered a big opportunity last year matching up against Miami and that's going to affect um probably the market later in the year people probably won't be looking to bet them but yeah I think that they have you know arguably the best roster Denver certainly in the case but I think those two teams have the best rosters kind of clearly now before we get out of here best bet if you could give us just one bet that you were whether summer league or otherwise that you feel like he's going to cash out, what would it be? Let me take it another way. Let me just say the teams I think that are good. These are the teams I'm going to be betting on. And the I listed them as loaded teams. The Blazers are loaded. The Pacers are loaded. The Pistons are loaded. The Thunder are loaded. And the Spurs are loaded. I think those teams I'm going to be betting on. The teams that are bad, Knicks, Clippers, Hornets, Kings, Raptors, I'm going to be betting against them. And then the fun teams are, are not really relevant for for that. So those are the teams I'm going to try to bet on and bet against, uh, and it goes from there. So we'll, we'll teach guys how to, how to fish instead of just giving them a fish for a day. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. Mike Gallagher, I appreciate you for jumping on with us this Friday. Have a fun weekend and, you know, make a lot of money out there, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Talk to you guys soon. All right. Take care. Again, that was Mike Gallagher breaking down everything he can break down, establish the run senior NBA analyst. Make sure you go check out what he's doing and follow him. He talked about the summer league. He talked about what he sort of liked and then some of the uh, trends that can possibly happen. But again, it's a lot you got to follow. If you want to make a bet again, he's like, Hey, such and such, such and such can start tonight for Indiana. Well, what if they say, all right, you're done after one quarter. <laughs> Cause I've seen that happen to me via bets. Like, yo, I bet this guy and they said one quarter, you look great, especially second year players. You look great for one quarter. You're done. All right, thanks. Yeah, we saw what we need to see. I'm like, uh, that's killing my bet. As opposed to other second-year guys can play the entire time. Uh, we only have a little bit left, but I want to – the one major takeaway about future stuff and, like, in-season coming up, I want to – he mentioned 
the Bulls' plan. It's something we touched on with Rick Camp yesterday. I want to get your thoughts on that. Okay. We'll, we'll come back to and discuss the Bulls' uh, plans, <laughs> and we'll, we'll continue to talk about NBA Summer League and everything going on around the league. All right? This is You Better You Bet. Keep it locked here. Presented by BetMGM.